Hi, I'm D&D enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Do you love D&D and other tabletop RPGs? Do you want to hear stories from people who not only also love RPGs, but have created and impacted them throughout their storied careers? Do you like stories of triumph and tragedy from other players and dungeon masters? Do you like passable impressions of celebrities? If so, check out my weekly interview podcast, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, where I interview dungeon masters, players, content creators, and visionaries who love the game and all it stands for. Hear interviews with people like Larry Elmore, Shane Hensley, David Iwalt, Steve Kenson, and many more on Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Listen on Anchor or wherever fine podcasts are heard. Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. My name is Tim. I'm the dungeon master of this podcast, and I want to say thanks very much for listening to this. Today we have a really fun episode. It's our 43rd episode, and we are really starting to power through some of the important parts of this story. I think the plot's really going to kick off from here going forward. At least I hope so. Before we get into it, I want to say uh, thank you to our fellow actual play podcast, The Ballad of the Seven Dice. They left us a great review on iTunes, which we really, truly appreciate. So thank you very much for your support. And they are actually a really fun podcast as well. So you should definitely go check them out if you're looking for a podcast and you're sick and tired of me, which is totally understandable. Go check out The Ballad of the Seven Dice. I also want to say thanks to Lucas Villanueva, who left us a very kind review, uh, a recommendation rather, on Facebook. And he gave a special mention to a song that Candace wrote as Faye at one point in the campaign. And that's a well-deserved comment, a well-deserved shout-out to Candace, who does some really fun stuff. And I can't wait to see what kind of song she's going to create when this is all over, if any of them survive. So thanks again, Lucas. I'm really glad that you are enjoying the episodes and were able to take some time out of your day to leave us a very, very kind and thoughtful recommendation. So thank you again. Okay, and we are about to get into this episode, but first, I'm going to play a little spot for another D&D podcast, the Dorks and Dragons podcast. This is a group of college students who are making a really fun podcast in between classes and studying, assuming that they still are studying. I hope you guys are studying. Stay in school. And the Dungeon Master Max was kind enough to message me uh, a little while ago, and we're hoping to uh, collaborate on something in the near future. Uh, But he was kind enough to say that uh, listening to our humble podcast uh, gave him enough inspiration to start his own, probably because he was like, I can do way better than this. And he is correct. It's an interesting side note. Max is the person on whom Faye's singing sword is based. So fun piece of trivia there. So we'll hear a quick spot from them, and then we're going to rejoin our heroes. Kenneth, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladov Fabblestabble. Well met, brave adventurer. I'm Dungeon Daddy Max from the Dorks and Dragons podcast. 
Do you want to follow along to an epic movie that never happened? Are you interested in fantasy football for nerds? Or maybe you just like to be a part of the glorious clusterfuck of bullshittery and shenanigans. Well, look no further than the Dorks and Dragons podcast. We are a weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast consisting of six college kids playing D&D, having fun, and destroying the beautiful campaign that I have created. Come join Fauna, Opal, Tyro, Sanaa, and Holg as they venture through a world being torn apart as the battle between good and evil ravaged through the plains. You can find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. You can also check out our social media accounts at Dragon's Dorks on Twitter and Instagram. And until next time, stay chaotic. You had used the tattoo room to contact Elwyn and tried to get him to come outside. He said it was too dangerous for him to make that journey, so suggested that you come to him. You also had the idea to send a group of the Gith Yankee to keep Arizax busy, uh, and they would be accompanied by Brita, and the Gith Yankee Knight would accompany you to go see Elwyn, go talk to him, slash capture him, slash whatever. And also that Elisha would be willing to uh, cause a distraction somehow, so you could pop off some other noise in the city to divert attention away from your entry. So you'd be going in and then being extracted via airship. So did you want to pick it up from there, or did you want to do this, like, do a tiny bit of backtracking so you can have, like, some scenes on the airship that you were talking about doing? Oh, I don't know. I was just sitting out thinking about D&D that night. I think it was there. There was, like, the... I don't know. What was I thinking about? It's just your sword. It's like, oh, you never use it. And I don't think we've ever been, like... Hey, like, did anyone teach you how to use a sword or whatever? Like, barely comes up, but I don't know. It's not really there's, an important. There's never been like if it comes up, it comes up. A take Faye under the wing moment, and anything. I've all it's been drag Faye along for some unknown yeah, reason. Yeah, criticize you when you act her. weird, but yeah. like never actually be like, hey, <laughs> this is how fix. you do it. Like, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it, it. If you still wanted to explore that, like, this could be a. I just don't think that it organically would come up when we were trying to discuss what to happen next with the fate mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, now you're in a position where you're entering a, a very uncertain environment and, you know, everyone sort of needs to be, like, you need to be cohesive as a team. It'll work out. <laughs> I admire your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are we discussing the whole he can be saved? I you tell like me. It, it probably needs to be I am up. just the, the dungeon master. All right. So last time we talked to him. All right. He he suspected that once we went in, that Arizax would catch word of it and try to come in. And that's why we said we would send the other guys up to di- distract Arizax so that the two of them wouldn't be together at the same time. Because Arizax is one of the things that we need. Mm-hmm. And presumably he has the staff as well. Yes. So essentially, if he were to come, then everything that is needed for whatever he's trying to get us to do would be there. Yeah. Except you said Except. that you're definitely not bringing the dragon bone with Except you. Except dragon bone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Either way, probably best to not have Arizax be there. Okay, so then we got this information that it was Teller, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Teller told... Um, 
Osa, and then Osa pinged Gilly with a sending message. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and that reminds me, you do have the chance to respond to that message if you want. And... To say how. <laughs> so what exactly was the message from that? Uh, just that Teller told them, or that he said out loud that Elwyn can be saved. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I, I just feel like asking, like, oh, and how would you go about that? Like, is not likely, but uh, maybe something like, you know, I know you don't like pressuring Teller, but, like, really try to see if he'll give any more information about how we can do that or go yeah or, or what's related to like the way to save him or okay she says that she'll keep trying so ultimately the plan was to capture him right we weren't going to just go in and kill him either way some sort of confrontation that we need to like hash out the whole betrayal thing yes you wanted to get him in the zone of truth and yeah. find out what was happening mm-hmm. yeah we wanted to get him on the ship yeah is what we were that was ideally ideal. ideally yes mm. That okay. was the ideal that you'd come up with. Now, if we get him on the ship, are the Gith Yankee just going to want to off him? Probably. Mm-hmm. We kind of already said they could, but not flat out. We've kind of just said that we would offer him up so we could for interrogation to find out what the main plan was. Well, and we wanted to know if he knew anything about the actual location of Kalira or like what actually happened with her, right? Save it for the interrogation. I feel so betrayed <laughs> by this person you hardly knew. <laughs> yeah. And Faye has very little attachment to. Actually, a little bit more loathing than anything. Because if she didn't up and vanish, you wouldn't be in this mess. Yep. Why are you just looking at me? You were the last one talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna, no longer true. We're going back. <laughs> I hate you. We're going back into another two-hour discussion of what's going to happen next. Yeah. I think all... I personally think we just go ahead, we talk with them, we just maybe preference that the gift yankee that there is maybe a way to save thralls we don't know how but let's the main point would be to me find out what the plan is and elwin Mm -hmm. is a key player that we still need to put him in something like the zone of truth and interrogate him agreed and if we can save him maybe we can persuade the gift yankee to save him and just keep him tied up for the time being until we can stop the big bads plan from happening who's their main enemy anyways so i think that they'd be okay with that maybe because he's a source of information Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so then when we go down to see him what's our game plan are we just going to try and persuade him to come with us or is this going to be kind of a smash and grab we try and knock him out and take him like (laughs) that i do think that's going to be up to him and how he reacts and we don't really know what he's like anymore right we just know that this is all like a ruse it's like either way we're at risk, but like we, this is the point where like our old enemy isn't really the issue anymore. We need to like figure out what we're actually fighting for now. We need to figure out what he's, what the plan is, what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. This entire thing, the whole reason we are all hanging out together is because this guy told us what to do. Yep. And assembled his own Avengers. <laughs> now our reason for being in a group is called into question because he yeah. was the organizer and now. What do we do? Yeah. Hmm. It's like a character moment of choosing to stay together as a team or to... Go to Oblivia. Mm. <laughs> how's how's everyone feeling about the Dragonborn now that we know that they're not... I mean, they're jerks, but they're not like the big threat anymore. And Erzax tried to communicate with us before. Are we going to like look back? Right. That was something else that we had mentioned was maybe 
I think I brought it up about potentially going to Arizax first and kind of explaining the situation and seeing if he would actually help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. <laughs> Tim's just covering his face as best he can. He did come to us for help first, but, but it was to kill the Gith Yankee. The Gith Yankee. <laughs> yeah. And he also mostly because his ego was bruised that they seem to be taking people besides him. Like he's not a threat. He was really offended by that fact. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't know how convincing or how easily convinced he will be okay i gotta stop i'm gonna stop playing as candace and start just thinking Faye. but i think we just need to go your candace thoughts are helpful towards you know for moving yeah. the discussion yeah. forward i think we just need to go and see what happens yeah i need I more information so we've pretty much discussed to death every option that's coming forward we just need to go in there and then maybe take a pause once we find out some other steps and try and do something the gith yankee and brita then who are going to go see arizax maybe we can give them some instruction on like what to say Mm -hmm. because if they just show up arizax is probably just going to try and kill them so maybe at least if they can explain the situation somewhat the gith yankee are going to go and try and talk to arizax we decided that I said that they would go and try to keep Erzax busy. Okay. I didn't know what you guys had in mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't think they're going to talk with him, especially if he he's for sure going to kill them. He came to us to ask to kill him. I don't think it should be like an approach kind of thing. Like, if they can go in, if they can locate him and keep eyes on him and don't engage unless they have to, to prevent him from coming near the part of the city that we're in. Yeah. We got to sneak into the city, go back to our old base. He'll decide how we react with him. We'll probably have to take his stuff, you know, whatever he's been working on. Obviously, isn't going to be good for us. So, like, my concern is making sure that whatever his plan was doesn't actually go off. So, I suppose I'll leave the, uh, am I going to unload the dragon bone on, like, the ship, the Get the Yankee ship? Be like, I can know every bone in this pile. If one is missing, I'm going to know about it. I can magically locate it as an object, so don't even try. <laughs> These are not souvenirs. Yeah, I don't even know. Giladob's like lecturing the Gith Yankee, not even sure if they all understand him. <laughs> you should just, just keep... Just like shaking your head and pointing. Just yeah. leave the portable hole, but Mm-mm. just hide it somewhere. Nope. Right. We might be, be putting Elwyn in the like, portable I'm going to come back here and put this, put this dragon back together, and if I can't do it... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put Elwyn in the portable hole. You guys have all been in it. It's fine. <laughs> Spruce has been in many holes, as we've discussed. <laughs> <sighs> Are you breathing heavily because you're turned on right it. now? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. Look at that horse. No, let's just keep the bestiality to like none. None on the bestiality. None or all. I vote all. <laughs> This is a podcast of extremes. (laughs) Someone's going to tell Alasha when to make her move? Yeah. Okay. And you'll drop off the group of Githyanki with Brita close to the Arcane Academy. Mm -hmm. To keep their eye on him. Uh Uh-huh. And, sorry, this is all taking place at, at night so that it's harder to see this airship. Yep. And then you direct... How are you going to direct them? Like, are you going to take direct the ship exactly to the hideout or somewhere close by or, or what? Well, I guess the, the hideout was always, like, close to the docks. Yes. So we should, if we're on that side of the city where it's, like, open, it's not like we have to fly over the populated areas. We could probably 
um, land there, and I don't think there'll be much uh, port business going on in the darkness. No, very Especially little. Especially with new life going crazy in the city and houses burning. Mm-hmm. Do we see burning houses as we fly over? They did mention it when we talked to people beforehand that there was chaos and things burning to the ground before. Yeah, there's some... It's not like the Fire of London or something like that, but there are some isolated, uh, you know, smoking structures. Some some have sort of been destroyed. Hmm. Um, I mean, when you're up high enough, it almost looks normal. When you get down low, you can see that uh, it's not like fully gone to lawlessness, but there are parts of the city that have. It's relatively quieter, though, near the docks, so... Great. You don't have any problems disembarking the four of you plus the knight, and you're going to the hideout? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I ask, like, who's taking the lead, and who's going to be sort of, like, the point person in talking to Elwyn? And are we, we get to the hideout no problem, or are we rolling sneak or anything? That's fairly deserted. You don't really have any... don't really see anyone about. So the ship sort of kind of scoots low you disembark and it it takes takes off again it's i think going to sort of loop around out out of danger and then come back in a certain period of time uh like not too long maybe i don't know we we can signal pretty easily we get some illusions between us that would make a pretty easy signal sure yeah so it's gonna stay sort of just floating hovering nearby and you can just you know, make a make an appropriate signal that'll come come back and and grab you. Yeah, I'd be tempted to sneak, but I like I don't think there's much point. Like he should be there. It's our own base. We're familiar with it. How much air is in the portable hole? I think ten minutes for one creature. Well let's go into the base yeah. and see, see what's happening. What's, yeah. what, see what's on your shay. <laughs> Shays. <laughs> Phase Shays. It's like a furniture company you could have yeah, after I'm this going. is all done. Your your little hideout looks, you know, a lot like you remember it. You guys have not been here for over 20 episodes. Can you oh believe that? Gosh. 20 episodes. How many days? Like six? Uh, no, no. It's been like like weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because you travel there, you travel to Tall Hill, your oh, yeah. dog thing, you're waiting for... Anna to do the new life cure, your airship ride back. So yeah, it's been several weeks. Your shades is like covered in shit. Like Ugh. just just covered in text. Like actual like shit? No, no, Why not is he taking shit. bathroom breaks on shades now? <laughs> Some things never change, huh? Parchment, paper with and like notebooks and He said he would clean that off. Maybe he did. And then He's he's sitting at his uh cubicle and isn't surprised when you walk in, but is surprised to see your guest, the the Githyanki knight. Oh, he yeah. recoils in fear and he's like pointing with a shaky hand. He's like, whoa, whoa, what is that? Oh, he looks spooky, but he's all right. It's a new buddy. <laughs> Do we know his name? Knight. <laughs> is that all we've ever called him? I don't know if I wrote down a name. I'll find one. Let me find one. Is it Flubber? Continue in the meantime. It's not Flubber. Damn it. <laughs> Flubber. Yeah, I don't know if Gilly would do, be doing the talking so much, but I would definitely want to be making some pretty strong perception checks to see if there's anything different about the room. 
if there's any or like even on his papers that we can kind of get a glimpse of that we understand yeah now. anything that mm. stands out his name is grath like garth but with the r <laughs> moved and the a and the a inter- interposed <laughs> yeah this is the gith grath <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> Um, sure, yeah, make a perception check. I rolled a one. Hmm. It's a big old nine. Uh, you kind of see, you know, your your eyes are adjusting to the light. You, you see his workstation is piled high with parchment papers, and you see um, carefully arranged on it are the items that you had already collected. The diamond, the gemstones. Yeah. And are they engraved? Yes. Okay. The passive perception, does that do anything for just when you look around a room? Or do you actually perceive? Passive perception is when you're not looking. Okay. Yeah, I would have done better if I didn't look. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Peripherals are insane. (laughs) Stare at the ceiling and kind of, yeah, get those peripherals going. Um, If I do see that, like, yeah, because we walked in, he was startled. Uh Uh-huh. Casually just being like, oh, yeah, it's okay. He's with us. And I would walk over to the table where those, uh, the, the engraved gems and the diamond are laying out. Just pick them up and inspect them? Uh, That's totally gilly to me. Uh, well, I was going to wait for some reaction, but I was pretty much not even going to hide them, just start shoveling them up into pouches. And like, like, <laughs> uh, he, like, he's, he's not sure where to focus, like, on you or on the rest of the group and the, and the Gith Yankee Knight. I'm also just taking papers off my chaise and dusting, causing a little more commotion. But I would like to also, while I'm doing that, look at the papers and see if I recognize, like, anything. That would Definitely, like, walking in, like, we just got home from, like, a vacation and yeah. we're just, like, going through our own stuff. Like, <laughs> But I'd like to see, like, is there anything on the papers that I'm recognizing now that, like, I know more about the Githyanki, I know more about the Mind Flayers, I know more about the stuff I've been collecting... Does anything stand out or certain words now? Because when I was there before, I was a total noob. Go ahead and make a quick perception check. 14. Uh, You see kind of the stuff that you would expect. Um, Words about um, teleportation, various planes. You don't see anything written down about Clara, specifically. Which maybe seems like there would be some stuff written down. Yeah, if that's what we're trying to get back. He's just trying to teleport all the mind flares here. Uh, so he's he's like, who is this person? Why, why is this creature in your company? And where's the dragon bone? I thought we were going to do this thing. Well, we're still missing two things. And this is just another person we picked up along the way. That's yeah, how we, we all came together. His I name mean, is he, he's obviously evil. Like, look at him. Oh, well, that's pretty. <laughs> a little prejudiced. Yeah. yeah, a little racist. <laughs> Grath shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> As for the other question, you think I'm just gonna like carry a giant pile of dragon bones into the city, like in this environment? Like, come on, bud, can't just like bring them in on a horse and carriage. Well, that's what you had the hole for, right? I gave you the hole. We just get home. We've been here for I like think, two seconds, and you're already on our case about everything. Yeah, like, Gilda's just very obviously weeks. like collected up the things from the table at this point. <laughs> Just in case he chooses to react to me, like, just fully open in conversation, <laughs> filling my pockets with the gems and 
his materials. I thought I thought you were going to bring me the material, and then we would go confront Arizax. Hmm. Oh, we're going to go fight him today? Well, as soon as I prepare the bone. During this time, do we want to try getting him into the hole? Like, folding it out on the ground, and then... No, I'm not looking to... I think I would, like... I don't know, if he's continuing to ask... Like, we're trying to get him, ideally, to the ship. So I don't know what everyone's acting like, but I guess Gilly's not trying to hide too much that, like, something's different. Like, he's staying casual and somewhat relaxed, but, like, I don't know, the gig is up, right? Like... There's a point where it's like, yeah... I don't. But we don't have him neutralized yet. You might want to, like, hold on. And that's what I'm just saying. Like, if we can somehow distract him, get him to the ship, because they're waiting to signal. If we get him in the hole, that's ten minutes that he can get him from there. He can't do anything or cast any spells or do anything until we get him on the ship. And we can pre- prepare a place for him. Just got to play the room here. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying this is, that would be a thought of a plan that I would do. But you have the hole, so... Yeah, and Faye would have to think of that and ask me for No, that. I had before, but that's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> when we were talking about on the ship. True. He is he is growing more alarmed by the moment, particularly that like you're just totally ignoring, like you're not really offering up much information about this Githyanki. Okay. If he asks me again, I g- I'll give us more of a story. That's because I'm a storyteller, so. This creature, there's no creature like this. Where is it from? Being from Oblivia, I haven't met a lot of people on the way, so it doesn't seem oh. that weird that he's out here. We met him on the way, he's been a good fighter and a good friend, and he's just coming along to help us. Do you know what he is? Is that upsetting you? He doesn't answer that. Uh, Mr. Asking All the Questions has no answers either, so what does it matter? The the knight, Grath, will say very quietly, to like just kind of like, elbow spruce a bit and then like nod and you're thinking you're saying that like or he's conveying that he can tell that he's been enthralled yeah yeah he says he has the smell i mean that's what we assumed already yeah we just we currently need to incapacitate him in some way so if anyone has an idea because we're just trying the whole point again incapacitate the zone of truth (laughs) so we decided was like the two things we need to try and do right just yeah, this is what there. I was asking no, before we just... came down here. What was our plan once we got in? And you just said incapacitate. And I was like, <laughs> how? And there was no discussion. So I don't There's know. There's lots what the of plan ways is. to do it. Like, yeah, then just do it. Well, let's so start. <laughs> Elwin grabs I'm just going to like start punching him in his head. Like <laughs> Elwin grabs an inkwell from the table and dashes over to the chaise and he holds it over. And he says, I'll do it. <laughs> so help me. Can I, um... I would like, I would like, Gildadab, please, for you to empty out your satchel, put, put the stuff back on the table, and then send your friend outside. Or so help, or I will ink this chaise, it will look like a map. So help me a map. Can I? I use mage hand and I spill the ink out under the chaise. (laughs) (laughs) I have no more leverage! (laughs) Can I, like, dash to kind of hold my sword towards throat? Sure. Like in a motion, could I like some sort of sort of like like I you know dance between the two uh, iron giant guys at the beginning? Sure. Make a um, a dexterity acrobatics check. So wait, we're going straight into just threatening him. That was okay. You've had lots of opportunities to say things. Mm-hmm. You walked in this room and you've just stood there. 
I'm he also Spruce has zero less than zero charisma. He's literally just matter. threatened to put ink on it unless he emptied out something. I was just trying to react to that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. We all know how you love your shades. Exactly. Uh, dexterity saving? No, sorry. Dexterity uh, check? Yeah. Yeah, acrobatics. You're doing like a little flourish. Acrobatics. All right. Uh, 16. Okay. That's good enough. Singing sword is out and he's like, yes, finally, let's kill this old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to kill him, but no one threatens my chaise. What? I found you, sword. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, so, does he say anything to the fact that the sword's at his throat? Or doing anything? I said, no one threatens my chaise, and then... It says, well, I, I didn't spill the ink on it. So something grabbed my hand. Uh-huh. Something invisible. <laughs> I swear. Uh-huh. Why did you spill ink on it? Ah, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. <laughs> okay, Spruce is just gonna say, alright, everyone, let's, let's calm down for a second. Uh, Elwyn, we haven't been completely honest with you. Um, I'm insulted. The reality is that, and I'm sure you're well aware that things are not safe and not um, stable here. If we're going to be able to pull this off, we need, if nothing else, bare minimum, we need uh, some stability. We came here because you said it wasn't safe for you to get out of the city. This guy, <laughs> I was going to say person, not a person. Um, that we have with us has offered us a way to get you out of the city safely so that we can try and accomplish what we need to accomplish. If we were able to do this in a different way, we, we would have, but this is where we stand right now. We need to get out of the city and we have a way that we can do this because of him. Yeah. To go along with that, Gilly's just like, yep, we're packing up our stuff and going. Can't stay here any longer. But don't you... Trust me that I can see this through, that we can see this through together. You like give a knowing look at the party. Gildob's <laughs> pretty obvious. It's not hiding anything too well, but uh, do we like, the, you know, that questioning look? Do we trust him? You were once so amenable and loyal. The road changed us. Yeah, in hindsight, I think it was more accurate to say we we're a little gullible. Mm. Snap. Um, Spruce is just going to say, my loyalty hasn't changed. Do you know what this is? And he points to Garth, or Grath, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he's an ally. Kind of an evasive answer. Do you know what he is and why he's here? He's a goth racky. (laughs) (laughs) Garth racky. (laughs) Please name that at the episode. (laughs) Garth racky. Can I just counter and say, do you know, and why is his presence bothering you so much? He he says, yeah, I, I, I know what he is and why he's here. And what's your understanding of that? He's here to, to kill me, I think. Why would that be your assumption? I don't... What have you done that deserves to be killed for? He, he kind of looks at you like, like he's honestly like, I don't know. I just know. I don't know why that I know. And at this, um, Grath says to you, and he uh, will pull, I don't know, he he kind of wants to talk to you in private. I don't know how he's going to do that. He doesn't have much tact, so maybe he'll just say, let us speak in private. (laughs) All of us? Yes. For not you, Elwyn, (laughs) old man. (laughs) 
corner. Earmuffs. <laughs> he says, there is a way that I know of to undo the Mind Flayer's work. I told you I did not know this because I needed to see how committed you were. I'm, and he looks at Spruce and he says, I'm sorry about your friend. I needed to, to know that you would do what needed to be done. There is a way to undo the Mind Flayer's work. There may be a fragment of him left, your old man friend. <laughs> this is only true with exceptionally strong minds. It is not a guarantee. He is a prisoner in his own mind. And I can create a connection between the four of you and him. And you can go into his consciousness, or I guess that's not a good word to use. He uses a word like mindscape. You can go inside. There will be things that you will see that the Alithas have created. And he, his true self, is a prisoner somewhere inside there. You will see some kind of environment, some kind of landscape, and he will be a prisoner in there somewhere. You will be attacked by the defenses that the mind flares have put in place. And you will also witness fragments of his mind, his past, his thoughts of the future, his regrets and his fears. Only by freeing the, his true self can he be saved. Will he remember everything that the Illithids told him to do? I have not seen this done successfully, but it should work. I've heard that it has happened. But he'll remember all their plans? If you free him and... I just want to make sure it doesn't erase that part, because that's important. Mm. Mm -hmm. He says, there are dangers in doing this. The mind is sometimes more fragile than the body. You may witness things that will damage you permanently. And if you die well in the mindscape, you may be damaged forever. Sounds like fun. How much do we love does, Elwin? Does the participant need to be willing to do this? No, he only needs to be alive. Elwin's like, what are you saying over there? He, he further conveys that, like, you, you don't, like, if you die in, in this environment, you won't die out here. Mm -hmm. um, but you will be impacted by it. Yes. You're going to see some shit. <laughs> you can you can w voluntarily exit at any time. So if you are becoming close to death, then you may want to pull the ripcord. What happens to the physical body while this is occurring? Are you in like a trance? Yes. And what about him? Also. How quickly can you accomplish this? How quickly can you accomplish this? I mean, how, like, get him. How how quickly can you make this connection mm. and, and get him into a trance? Can you wrestle him, bring him over? Yep. Mm -hmm. Now I'll say this, uh, just sort of as the DM to you guys. Mm. This is a one of those scenarios where it's sort of a high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're gonna find out so much information. You don't have to do this. You can use like your your equipment, your spell slots, your hit points won't like they'll be used in the mindscape, but not out here. You can use your magic items, but you can't summon s more sentient creatures into the mindscape. Like the berserkers. Like berserkers or a whole <laughs> bunch of animals. I mean, Candace really wants to go in. 
Uh, I'm sure Faye is a little hesitant, but... It, it almost seems like we have nothing to lose by doing this. Except, you know, permanent scarring of our entire emotional well-being. If you die. Yeah. Like oh, said, sure. I can... should mention, like, it may be possible that you you could you could kill this fragment of Elwyn, like his true okay. self. Hmm. Is his true self not going to look like him? Should look like him. Okay. From, but if there's things what attacking, he, understands. he could die still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to see glimpses of things too, right? So we might get information just even from that. Yeah. Yeah, and we might have to fight against whatever mind is controlling him. Mm-hmm. And like going up against, even going up against a mind flare indirectly is probably no small task. Well, we've never shied away from risk yet. Yeah. Vanna's on board. Faye always goes where you guys go. As long as the room's secure. You know, if it's safe that we all go. Seems to be if those, uh, you think you haven't found him there yet. Still the protection from scrying probably yeah. helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. The, well, and the other thing would be if Arizax does manage to make it down here while we're all in a trance, that'll make it pretty easy for him to accomplish his goal. But we've got a couple of Githyanki and Brita on him and then one more Githyanki with us. So hopefully they could hold him off if that were to happen. Okay. Let's do it. I can imagine like the five of you just in a huddle and then everyone just like turns to look at Elwyn and he's like, what? And we just yeah. smile nicely. Well, Elwyn, this is an intervention. <laughs> I'm just going to go and take him by the hand and like gently lead him towards us as a group and see if he reacts to that. Uh, yeah, no, he does. He does like, what is this? I don't like, don't bring me closer to this thing. And he it's like fine. snatches his hand away from you. Can I like pick him up and put him on my shoulder? Uh, make a strength check. Eleven. This is like a real like, like watching Faye and this amazing like very lanky old man like try to like just kind of like almost wrestling. They're just slapping each other's hands away as she's trying to like grapple him. It's very okay. Spruce, sad and entertaining. Spruce will walk over and and he'll say, uh, "Elwin, you just asked me if I trust you. I do trust you. Do you trust me too?" Spruce is going to make sure that he really emphasizes when he says his name, when he says Elwyn, and really, like, strong eye contact. Elwyn! <laughs> Not remotely like that. Like, the opposite of that. Elwyn, listen, Elwyn. I need you to... Uh, trust me, Elwyn. Elwyn, do you trust me? Elwyn, I need you to listen, Elwyn. Elwyn. <laughs> it looks like he's going to make a run for it. Oh, I'm fucking grabbing him and just shoving just him in. Just unarm smack him. Mm-hmm. First thing I thought of was clothesline. He tries to run away. I'm gonna get. I mean, Gilladob can't clothesline. He doesn't really <laughs> close, clothesline him at his legs. Yeah. Just no. Trip. If he looks yeah, like if he looks tripping. like if he looks like he's gonna run, then Spruce will just grab him. Okay. I guess I'll try strength and grab, check. Grab, just strength check. Yeah. Or athletics, I should say. Uh, sixteen. Oh yeah, it's like grabbing a. Like a couple of brooms. <laughs> it's like on the no, wall. You're so strong. You wrestle Elwyn down into the seance pose. Everybody sits down or stands. I don't care. You light a candle. Garth sort of uh, puts his hand or, or gets everybody to put his hands on. I don't know how it works, you know. And anyways, he does a thing. And you close your eyes and you can feel, you can feel another presence in your mind. 
and you can feel the sensation of traveling. And you, when you open your eyes, you can immediately recognize a familiar landscape before you. You're looking at the underground ruins. Though now they are not quite ruins. You gaze upon the perverse and utterly inconceivable complexity of the ancient city pre-ruin stage. Buildings, monuments, and spires ascend into the darkness, and the walkways in front of you bend and rise at impossible angles. And just like before, I'm going to need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Fourteen. Three. Twenty. Twelve. This is like, there's kind of a, a, a wind blowing here, and you can't really get a, an idea of the full scale of this place as, as it's like um, the edges are blurry and it's mirage-like. But like the path ahead of you is, is clear in, in so far as you can follow it. Do we hear anything? You hear a wind blowing. Um, yeah, I think that's... Well, you can make a perception check, see if you hear anything else. Oh, natural 20. Uh, you can hear some uh, voices up ahead. You can't really dis- like distinguish what they're making, uh, like what they're saying. I'll let everybody else know. Were you trying to say, like, distinguish what language they're speaking, or...? I don't know what I was trying to say. Okay. Sometimes my mouth just goes when my brain is turned off. <laughs> you can't can distinguish really... what's, which voice sounds their mouths are making. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suggest we move ahead. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be stealth about this, or are we just going to go? No. I don't know. Stealthy can be in a weird, like, dream thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we should, like... Yell, we're coming, but yeah. we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. We just we know there's wanna, danger. That's the only thing I don't want to wait waste too much time in here. Kind of like uncomfortable being in this. Right, I'm just because he did say that we'd be up against whatever things he put to block us mm-hmm. from getting places. So mm-hmm. we would be on like high alert, danger. Everything's danger. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you turn a corner, and it's like. It's like you're turning 90 degrees, but also going up and so- like sideways at the same time. It's this place is just cool, like Inception on Mountain Dew Extreme. It's like an MC Escher painting. <laughs> yeah, you see a group of dozens of humans milling about aimlessly. You can tell by their aggressive posturing and wordless growls that these are new life afflicted. In the midst of the group, sitting on the ground, you can see Elwyn. A few moments go by, just like a few people walk in front of him, and then he's, like, vanished. A single tremor shakes the ground like a drumbeat, and all of the afflicted stop in their tracks. A moment of pure silence and stillness lingers before the group then arranges themselves into two long lines, in the center of which is a tall, blue-skinned bipedal creature with six long tentacles descending from its face. You notice that Elwyn is no longer here. He's no longer among this group. As you observe the blue-skinned creature, as it carries a fishbowl full of blue tadpoles, the humans, now totally transfixed, stand completely still, their eyes a milky white as the creature reaches into the bowl extracts a tadpole between two long spider-like fingers and inserts the tadpole 
into the ear canal of the nearest human. It then proceeds to go down the line, repeating this process. So many mind flares coming our way. <laughs> that just looks like he's going to throw up. That's uh, really <laughs> gross. It takes a while for them to transform, though, doesn't it? Usually, we heard. Did you hear that? I thought you said like we couldn't change them until they were blue and scaly and slimy. Remember that part of the conversation. If they were blue and scaly and slimy, it was irreversible. Yeah. I don't think an actual timeline was given. Maybe I'm wrong. But no, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're the DM. You're never wrong. Doesn't matter if you did say it or not. Good point. It has now changed to whatever you've decided. Okay. All right. So we see all this, and Elwyn's disappeared. Yeah. I ready my sword. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my bow. Our plan is to attack the mind flayer. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing here. We can't just like go around. <laughs> you can go around. I feel like uh, four of us against 20 things plus a mind flare is not going to go well for us. You said we can go around? Yeah. Yeah, I would uh, I would say let's avoid this. And now might be a good time to try and be stealthy about it if we're going to try and go around. But I don't know. What is... Um, what level they... spell is uh, your stealthy thing? I think it's level two. Pass without trace? Yeah. Do we have a feeling or a seeing where Elwyn has ended up? Well, that's an interesting question. Where in this place that you visited before do you think a captive would be kept? <laughs> in that weird room with the... Metal... Metal bed things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the library. That's a pretty good guess. The torture room. Where I read everything. Just right. below where you read everything. Yeah. So... Let's try and get there. Okay. And not... But interfere is, with this Did you situation. say the city wasn't falling apart at this point now? Like when we saw it, looks it, it was like, like dilapidated. Yeah, so now it looks more like it, what you assume that it looked like when it was populated. So could we should still be able to discern where it, yeah. where it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go around these guys All right, let's and try sneak. and get there. Sneaky, sneak, sneak, sneak. Yeah, so you just, maybe like, I'm see only... us draw weapons and you're like, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should just go find. You know, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, kill the dog. <laughs> just put, like puts the arrow back. He's like, okay. um, how many spells? Like pe- petting scorpion hawk. Next time. Two? Next time. Two level two. Yeah. I'm totally okay with using. How far trace. away are we from the from this group of beings? Pass without a trade lasts like forever. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it'd I, be good to use now. What other... Is that the only second level spell you have? No, spike I have... Growth. Um, oh, that's spike a Spike growth two. and uh, zone of truth. This is... We, get it, we regain it when we leave here, though. I know. I'm just... I wasn't sure if it was worth using one right now, but yeah. I do that. All right. We're so sneaky. We're super sneaky. So you're doing pass without a trace? Yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody roll a stealth check with your plus 10. 32. Oh, 34. <laughs> 27 15 Whoa. Oh Jesus oh. Guys I rolled two. Oh. You like forget you're sneaking You start singing a song <laughs> Going so sneaky Sneak 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 Here I am sneaking Um Failure <laughs> How nice that my name you're is in that You're scooching around and then you just hear this Like the pitter patter of of feet being commanded to go and search out a sound that was just 
that was just heard. So, um, can everyone make a... Can we try it's going faster? I mean, they heard it back there, and if we get out of the space... Yeah, I guess, like, how do you, like, do you want to try to duck in someplace out of sight, like, real quick, or do you just want to try to bolt? Like, what? I guess those would kind of be the two most obvious choices. I quietly ask uh, Vanna, like, do you think you could track the location if we, like, go off and try and hide or take a different route? We've been here, like, once before. Is that enough for you to be able to track our way back? I think so. Yeah. pretty confident in her ability if, if, if you think you can take us a different route. I think I could do that, yeah. So we're gonna hide? We'll, like, cut through just other buildings, try and try and lose them. We're kind of doing a combo of both. We are okay. going to hide, but we're going to stealthily jump behind some buildings and kind of book it still. Yeah, like, still keep moving towards our goal. Mm-hmm. Get away from where I stepped on that snappy branch. Can I get one more stealth check from everyone as you... Same thing? 17. 34. 23! Don't look as I'm writing. That's I'm offensive. Not looking at what you're writing. I'm looking at what you rolled. <laughs> Oh, it was not good. It was a two. I know. That's <laughs> why I was offensive. like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't even read with, those, my, with my glasses on. I can't even read what you're writing over here. Okay. As you're sneaking away, you notice from like a, an, under a shadowy archway, you see Elwyn looking at you and he's like motioning for you to run over to him. And he's like putting his finger up to his mouth and he's like, come here, you guys. Is this the shadowy archway that leads to the place where we think he'll be held captive? Yeah, you're, you're, Van, is, Van is leading you somewhere, and he, you see this at, like out of the out of your peripheral vision. He's just kind of off to the side. So we're still not close to where he should be. Where we th- where you think we he's think going to be? Yes, yeah. Correct. Interesting. Well, if we see him, I say we go to him. I say it's an illusion, and it's not him. Great. Now our characters will react to all of our different. <laughs> <laughs> so the street's just like, oh, hey, buddy. He's <laughs> like, just so earnest. And I just say, like, fuck it and keep following. Oh, Vanna. God, we found you so fast. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, give me a hug first. <laughs> Put That's a my fucking spruce. Sad <laughs> in my That's ear. my spruce interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Jim Carrey talking to his child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds like a, a dad character. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Can I perceive to see if I feel like this seems like the real deal? Mm-hmm. Um, make an insight check. Yeah, could I make one of those too? I'm sure. Pretty, yeah. pretty doubting of Everyone this. can. Oh, shit. Five. I got a 12. Hey guys, it looks like Owen. <laughs> I got a 22. I got 18. I mean, it looks like him. <laughs> you don't think that, like, if he's supposed to be a prisoner, why is he just out walking around, though? I'm suspicious, so I. If there's, like, a loose pebble on the ground, I'm just gonna, like, pick it up. And lightly toss it at him. <laughs> okay. I got to pull a fade. Now. <laughs> Tossing a, a pebble. That's another way of saying I throw a rock at it. <laughs> I threw a rock in an elementary Something seems <laughs> off. <laughs> so I throw a rock. And like, wow, what? Oh, don't throw. I didn't mean throw me a rock. I meant come over here. Does it like hit him and bounce off? Yeah. You threw a dream rock at a dream Elwin. Oh. Okay. I think I'll get closer. And we say, like, you come here. Okay. Uh, he sort of shrugs and he like scampers out to your side and he says, what? You guys aren't supposed to be here. 
What is this? What are you doing in here? We're here. We're here for you. Oh, well, you let a get Yankee bring you in here. I mean, you can't trust those guys. You gotta get out and get as far away from the Githyanki as possible. Yes, you're not concerned about the whole mind flare thing that's going on with you right now? Look, Backburner, the Githyanki are the real problem. Mm. What are you doing just wandering about? Aren't you a prisoner of your mind? What's prisoner? happening? Prisoner? <laughs> I'm a guest. Uh-huh. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you later. And we're just going to get going. <laughs> <laughs> giant boulder. When he pulls out the book, I get worried. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep going like I wanted to to begin with. Human's not in the book. Yeah, I just wanna walk, I just wanna not interact and keep going. Walk away from him. Face is gonna be like, let's get out of here. If you wanna punch him, that's totally fine. Or throw a rock at him. He says, wait, are you, are you going somewhere? I'm just gonna say, come on and urge everybody to just keep going on our path. I follow Vanna. Oh, Wait! <laughs> Just there's one last thing I want to tell you. Um, this has turned into a monster already. He starts bleeding from the scalp, yeah. and his his skull opens like an like a banana peel, Ugh. and he falls to the ground. And the brain a brain with four legs crawls out. That's Shit. fucking awesome. <laughs> one thing I wanted to show you. That's amazing. <laughs> I can only hope that's how I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And can everyone make a an intelligence saving throw, please? Actually, you know what? Uh, we should roll initiative at this point. Spruce wanted to go check out Fake Elm. So both or just... No, I Sorry, I uh, initiative first. We'll do initiative and then we'll do... It's a brain to squish it. Except that it's going to be something else. 18. 13. And 14. Okay. Faye, you're up first. For intelligence? No, sorry, this was initiative. Okay. We don't have to roll an intelligence saving throw anymore? Well, you will. Okay, just not right now. But now there's a... Four-legged brain. uh, Four-legged brain. It just crawled out of... um, I'm going to stab it with my sword. Okay, make an attack roll. Can we, just before we start slashing at this thing, can we determine, like, do we think we're far enough away from this other mob that if we start making a ruckus, they're not going to hear us? I mean, if you start yell, like shouting, then they might hear you. But if you just skewer this little beastie, you should be okay. What did you roll? Uh, 18. 18 hits? Hmm. Five. Okay, now I need everyone to make a an intelligence saving throw. Nine. 17. Natural 20. Ooh. Faye? I'm using my actual intelligence to find my intelligence saving throw at a modifier. One. Uh, so four. Oof. Four. It's really... I stabbed him, and he got pissed off at me, and I was not prepared for his mind ability. Okay. So the two who passed, you don't take any damage. But Spruce and Faye will take 11 points of psychic damage. And what did you... Ro- what, like, what was Spruce's roll? You got nine? Okay. Can you... What is your intelligence score, your actual number, uh, Candace? Twelve. Okay. Can you roll a uh, 3d6 for me mm-hmm. and add all those numbers up? Five, four, one, ten. And what did you say that your intelligence was? Twelve. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I like to hear. No real answer and just some random numbers and interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spruce. Then Vena. 
This thing's literally just a little brain. On legs, yeah. <laughs> just did 11 psychic damage. I'm going to try and run up and, like, use my quarterstaff like a driver. And just try to smash this thing out of here. <laughs> like, two-handed. <laughs> okay. Golf swing. Golf swing, yeah. <laughs> All Follow right. Follow through. Yeah. Look out to the sky. Like, I'm a happy Gilmore, this son of a bitch, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Be so awesome <laughs> if you're like pull and Venom's like <laughs> <laughs> yes you follow that's true all right so fucking natural one <laughs> ooh you miss on the first one you just right. totally whiff try it again this practice shot it's lining it yeah, up yeah that was my practice swing for a 19 yeah 19 will do it uh, six. Does it actually, like, make him fly, though? Six bludgeoning. Give me an athletics check, and we'll see if you can launch the sucker. Twenty. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a beautiful arc, just so high up. Uh, Vanna, your turn. Do I have time to draw my bow? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you it. can draw that in, like, a split second. Do okay. It. I am gonna do it. I think I'm gonna use my sharpshooter feet on this. 20. 20, yes. 20 hits. And then I have my Slayer's Prey. Tom, I don't think we're gonna get to you. <laughs> 27. You did 27 points of damage? Oh my yeah. god. Oh, More than like its total hit points. Firework in the air. It's like you split the two hemispheres of the brain clean in half. Nice. Oh jeez. And therefore create two no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it did have four Do legs, that. I mean. You want to see a picture of it? Oh, it's kind of cute. I want one. Looks like a Stranger's Thing monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. does. Faye high fives Vanna, like, hard, because that was really awesome. Okay. The resounding sound of the high five attracts the horde. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I also just scream, and champion screams. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. See what you get when you mess with a warrior. You leave the empty-headed fall, Selwyn, and the um, streak that was left by the intellect devourer before it was airborne, and you make your way towards this familiar structure that you remember ascending up into a circular doorway. And as you're approaching this egg-shaped oblong, I guess I'll call it a ship, I think that was... Ref I think that piece of information was already given, right? That orb was, like, used to navigate their ship, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. yes. Right. So this this oblong kind of The thing we object, jumped into? Yeah. That we thought was, like, a fallen over tower. You said yeah. it was in a weird location. It actually was a ship, and that's why everything was upright inside of it? Correct. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Bringing back some cool stuff. <laughs> near, near where that little circular doorway is on the bottom uh, are a group of... Iron Guardians. How many? Six. No. Ooh, that is significant. That's the only way in. It's through them, correct? It's the bottom door. The like you guys had exited out the other side through a hole. Whether or not you think the hole on the other side would be there still is. Mm. Like not not a circular hole. Like a da like damage and breakage and stuff. Does it look like the Iron Guardians could fit inside of the building? Um, you don't know that they have any way to get up there. Oh, because it's still, like, a little bit off the ground? Yeah. Yeah. So, Gilladob says, uh, 
Do we want to fight or just try and like rush into the building? I don't. I don't. It looks like they're a little too big and clumsy to come in after us. I think to get in last time, Bruce had to jump in and then grab us. Like we had to try and get to I him. Put a rope down. Yeah. Well, I'm a little more nimble than I used to be. Yeah, but this thing's like ten feet off the ground. I have misty step. <laughs> but all I say is I'm a little more nimble. <laughs> I'll so be fine. What he's saying is, fuck all you who can't jump. <laughs> That's why I was basically yeah, asking. Y'all you know. you can't teleport? <laughs> it feels gilly-like. <laughs> Wasn't this the dream I very first episode. Wasn't this like in between two other upright buildings? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think if we could try and find a different way in. Or do we think that that, that entrance, does it, is that like... Does it seem like it's the only entrance? That's what we just said. There, he said there was a. Well, hole. there was one other one that we left through, yeah, but I mean. But it was when it was damaged and everything's yeah, kind so of I'm talking in about proper like, repair right now. Does it seem like there would be another entrance to this ship? Um, like, from, from your recollection of going through it, does not. You, you don't remember there being any other proper entrance to it. Mm. Okay, so as much as splitting the party is not good, what if we essentially. I was going to say, have one person go off and try and distract these I things I literally was just going to say, away. I'll just run out and twirl and twirl around them while you guys get in. <laughs> well, I was thinking try and draw them away so that the other people can go in, but well, I, I, that's not to say that all six of them are just going to leave and follow this noise like a bunch of squirrels or something, right? If uh, Spruce is proposing this to the group, then uh, Gildadob would look at Faye and be like, maybe we can put on a show and draw their attention create some illusions of ourselves and see if they'll chase after. Yeah. As long as they're not noisy illusions. Maybe. I mean, mine aren't as good as yours, so I don't think that. I have major illusions. I, I can illusion do one everything. or the other, so. Yeah, I'll do major illusion. See yeah. if we can get a little bit closer, but still kind of hidden, and then do that so that we can It's a sexy in. female iron robot. <laughs> 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 like Bugs Bunny old school, where like you would just put something like lipstick and weird breasts on it, and like, ooh, ooh and then everything would run towards it? Oh, yeah. They have uh, <laughs> just these big, thick ramrods. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't mean that they Anna's getting a little horny. <laughs> okay. No. So you create She's in... going through her hunting trophies of horns from animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually doing that. I was just thinking of watching Looney Tunes and I was being like, why is there always like a sexy girl in every one of these episodes? Half the time, it's just Bugs the rabbit dressed up yeah. as really. Or a black cat that gets a bit of paint on it. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. That one's in there, too. Um, yeah, so I can create an illusion, a major illusion, that's further off in the distance that looks like us sort of standing there discussing something. But okay. I want it to be in, uh, like in sight of the, the guys and see if they react to that first. Because I can make it like do more things. Okay, you've got a range of 120 feet on that bad boy. So you're going to make an illusion of the four of you just... Sort of st- walking out the street to stop and talk like we're making a plan. And I want to see if they react to that first. Like like a plan to like get together again for yeah, coffee? Maybe. And like one person's like, oh yeah, I'll check my calendar. And it's like, it's really non-committal. Sure. <laughs> Let's do brunch. <laughs> Jazz brunch. Can you... I just want to know if it react to that part and if they don't then I'm going to do more things with them okay yeah you you pop up this illusory group of of the the, the four of you about 120 feet away and 
it immediately all their heads immediately snaps like looking at that can can you make an hmm, a performance check i just want to see like how engaging that you're making it currently okay yeah like once they like once they notice what happens rut row once they notice <laughs> it like what once they once they see it like what how are you changing it cuz you can like you can like make it move well, and that's do different stuff right than my you're going to roll performance for how I'm making the move? Yeah, just how, you know, stimulating it is. Um, but I can see you rolled in that one. So yeah, let's just I rolled a one. So I didn't make it stimulating, so, but can I change from now? Like, I noticed that it's not doing anything. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ha- make it look like they're taking out their weapons and they're going to turn like they're going to charge them. Oh. All but two of them begin to, like, march steadily outwards towards the illusory group okay illusory sorry the illusory group so there's two left guys yeah four of them are walking out two of them are still like transfixed on that illusion which i can only run for so long well also once they get there once they get there they're probably gonna realize moving it though Mm, true i can make it how far how far from the this doorway are these other two standing there are maybe like um, 20 feet in front of it, like if you're if you're coming straight at them. So is there any way that we might be able to kind of get in behind them? Uh, yeah, yeah, you okay. can do that. I can. I'll need another stealth check from yeah. everyone. So I think probably what would make the most sense would be try and get in behind them, and then stealthily, if you can misty step up into the thing and then drop a rope down so that we can quickly get up. Yeah, sure. Can we... Is it still Pass Without a Trace, though? Right? Yeah, Pass Without a Trace is still on. You got a 16. 26. 27 and 7, 36? 34. Nope, 34. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 28. So the lowest was a 17? So no, Gilly... is a 16. Well, I rolled a 2, so... Oh. <laughs> either way... That's what I rolled as well. <laughs> uh, okay, so Gilly ducks out, dashes out, and then disappears up into the hole with his misty step and drops a rope down and I guess gonna fix it to something as everyone else climbs up the pillars were in the main room when we first went in right they were on like the the second floor oh okay but there's like some yeah there's something that you can tie around okay yeah so I'll try and if I if spruce can kind of help to boost people up to make make the climbing of the rope quicker slash easier. Ooh, okay. I want to do that. All right. And then I'll go up last. I'm sure that once I get in there, my illusion will be, I don't think there anymore. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go second last then. Okay. Cool. Faye and Vanna climb up the rope and join Gilly. No problem. Spruce is just starting to climb up. And as you get up there, you notice that one of them turns around just as like you get the rope you pull it up and it just like looks around and then it goes back to like looking towards the illusion. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> was it by the skin of our teeth? Cause you looked pretty like, <laughs> yeah, like there the was one, were... there was one that was like, like, uh, like a 15 and you had said 16. So it was like very close. So now this, um, this room has a, a door, like a circular sort of doorway that has like a, like a sliding door blocking it. You can hear, like muffled, like breathing on the other side and like some, like the the movement of chains. 
I don't know if you recall, but you had passed through what looked like a place that had like manacles and stuff hmm. before you got to the slab room. Quick question. A healing potion. How much does that recover? 2d4 plus 4. Do you have a lot of hit points gone right now? No, but I don't know what we're going to get ourselves into. And drinking a healing potion is an action if you're in combat, whereas I can just do it now. How much damage do you have already? I only took 11. Okay. But I don't know what we're coming up against, and I'd rather not have to use an action in in yeah, it's up to you. combat, right? And these healing potions will be back once we're out of this place, so I'm, I'm going to use a healing potion. Okay. So, yes, you can hear sounds coming from the other side of the door. Like human sounds? Uh, it's more like just like heavy breathing, some light sobbing. Can we discern how many voices or sobs there are? Give me a perception check. Six. You cannot discern. Is this the door? Can we just open it? You can open it. I'm just going to open the door. You open wide or just like peeky through? Peeky through. Okay. Can you make a stealth check? Still with the plus 10. 18. So you see, while peeking through, you can see that there are uh, what look like several unmoving bodies. And there are a couple of humanoid forms that are like, like cowering up against the wall. Some of them look like they've been like taken apart and stitched together. And you can see that there is one tall, lanky figure moving about examining the various bodies. Lanky like Elwyn-esque lanky? No, lanky like... Tentacle-faced lanky. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Because you did describe Elwyn as lanky as well. Oh, sure, yeah. So there's like one uh, mind flare in there and then some tortured people? That we can see. Yep. Well, yeah, you can see that there's just one. Okay. And he doesn't see us. He did not notice you. So we currently have the element of surprise. Mm-hmm. Now that's the only that's the only door from the room that we're in, right? Yes. And the room with the slabs is on the other side of this room in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we have an opening and it's a stealth opportunity, I can try and get a shot on him. I mean, we could also try sneaking behind him if he's not paying attention. If he's turning to look at all those bodies and I... There are other things in the room that could see us and call attention to us, though. Yeah, that's why I could just make like a sneak attack from the door, and mm-hmm. then could multiple of us make sneak attacks? But he has like all the proficiencies for it. Yeah, I know, but can we all like? There's three of us who have range weapons. Could we all like knock an arrow and shoot it at the same time and get stealth, like sneak attacks? Uh, you could try to do that. Yeah. It would depend on like how <laughs> how well like Our somebody could is. throw open the door and then mm-hmm. yeah yeah. So, like, if Faye goes to throw the door open and all three of us make an attack. Yeah, we can, like, ready actions, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, is that the plan? Yeah, we might as well. Might as well make three, three sneak attacks rather than just one, right? Mm-hmm. Does Faye on door duty? Yep. Okay. Um, can, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, can everyone just, like, roll a straight-up dexterity check? So just roll the d20, add your dexterity bonus. Sorry, not you. <laughs> oh, but I rolled a natural twenty. Okay, well that'll go. That'll go well for. Is it like a saving throw or? No, not a saving throw. So just like add your. Um, do you get my proficiency? I open that sure, door yeah. with so much ease and grace. You do, yes. Sorry, what, I don't understand what you want us to add. 
uh, add your dexterity modifier and your proficiency bonus. So I'm just sort of seeing like if everyone will react fast enough like once the door is open. Twelve. That's what I got. Twenty-three. Whoa! Wow. What the hell did you two roll? <clears throat> Bad. Five. <laughs> Four. <laughs> oh boy. It's still it's still just just good enough because Ken has got that natural twenty, so she's just like on it with that door. <laughs> We know what you're good at. Yes, doors. Okay. <laughs> Faye has found the calling. So everyone can roll one attack with advantage. I was getting nervous. That was shit. Uh, 15. 17. 25. Everybody hits. Yes. I did 22 damage. Mm. <laughs> uh, 13 damage. 15. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, Natural 20. I rolled a natural 1. 18. Then I got a 14. And Faye. 4. Okay, Spruce, you're up first. Uh, I'm just going to unleash two more arrows on this thing. Okay. Since I've already got the bow out and whatnot. Uh, And I'm going to use my magic arrows this time. The first one's likely going to miss. (laughs) Uh, 12. 12 does miss, yeah. The second one is 28. 28 hits. And that will do 12 piercing. And I'm going to use Kensei's shot. So it does actually 14. All right, so we're just kind of in this doorway right now. Mm-hmm. Then? Yep. Can I, like, then, after unleashing those two shots, kind of, like, back around the corner so that I'm not in, like, eye shot of this thing? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay. This thing is on the verge of death. Oh. But it's still going to use its mind blast on everyone who's still in the doorway. <laughs> so everybody can uh, make it an intelligent saving throw, please. Everyone except Spruce, right? Everyone except Spruce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 'm sorry I missed my first shot, you guys. I could have potentially done it in. Coulda, okay. but didn't. Uh, how did everybody do? Shit. Got a 16. Four. Four. Okay, <laughs> Gilly, you're good. Ooh. We know like what this does, because we fought him in the mm. Dragonborn version. So, Gilly, you take no damage. Fana and Faye are going to take 17 points of psychic damage and are also stunned. So we're going to skip... Um, actually, well, we won't skip your turns because you can repeat your saving throw to see if you... Because now it's Vanna's turn. Okay, sorry. So I have to do a saving throw to see if I'm unstunned? Correct. Yeah. Six? Nope, you're still stunned. Let's go to Gilladab. I'm going to cast Shadow Blade um, as I rush at this guy. So I'll be, like, running forward. And I form, like, a straight kind of dagger in my hand and I throw it at him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make an attack roll. Is it uh, dim light or dark in this room? It's very like almost completely dark. Beautiful. I get advantage. Oh. Uh, 26. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, that does it. Great. Uh, so 18 psychic damage. It's like blue-black Iker just starts seeping out of its eyes as it kind of like spasms and falls to the ground. 
Oh, nice. Woohoo! What a fucking pathetic way to celebrate. <laughs> Just, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I like slow down my run and then summon the shadow blade back in my hand. Vanna and I are stunned. Yeah, I uh, with enthusiasm. It's it only lasts for a minute, so. Okay, now we're not stunned. Yeah, I'll have t- just enough time to scope out the room before they get unstunned. <laughs> okay. So I steal steal some dream valuables. <laughs> <laughs> not th- we're not helping the dream people who are tortured. No. Do you have any money on you? I give a couple minutes. I wonder if I steal something. It'll you guys find anything up me. your butts? <laughs> They sew you back up with something valuable? <laughs> no, I would just make a general perception check on the room. Uh, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a meat locker in here. It's very disturbing. Uh, but the other doorway is closed, and you know that on the other side are the slabs. Let's call them examination tables. Does the mind flayer have anything on it? Hmm. Like keys? No, it's not that detailed. Okay. But you can tell that there's no. The other door looks the same, and you're able to just throw that open. So, should we Walk go? Over and open should it. we peek again? There was a mind flayer in this one, so I guess we're we, peek? we are cautious. Over here. Who's doing a little peek? Who's the stealthiest? I'll go up and do a little peek. It's gotta be you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because I'm short. <laughs> um, I don't think pass without a trace is still on because you got stunned, and the, therefore uh, your concentration will be broken. So right. it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Be like, stealthiest. you guys step out of view, and I'll. I'll crack this door open. 13. Okay, so you you have a little peek in. You can see that there are four examination tables with four Elowens strapped to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it? No other people in the room. Okay. Just the right, qu- so quad So peeks in and then turns back and goes, uh, you'll just have to see this for yourself. And then he opens the door up all the way. Everybody sees... Four identical Elwins strapped down to these tables. He's manacled, you know, he can't move his hands or legs. Uh, And, like, there's even some kind of metal brace around his his head. So he's almost completely helpless. All four of him. Hmm. All right. uh, I would like to do a general perception to see if we notice anything different about any of them. Uh, General feelings. Save you the time that by, like, visually, they're all the same. I more so mean, like, behavior. Like, facial oh. expressions and... Oh. Because um. I feel like the real Elwyn will probably react differently than illusionary Elwins to seeing us. Hmm. Yeah. They all they all look to be acting almost in tandem. But uh, good call on, on thinking that this would be where he would be. Hmm. Uh, Faye's going to flat out ask, which one to use the real Elwyn? Just for, you know, shits and giggles. You can try. Uh, they all say that. Hey, I'm the real Elwin. They all say I'm the real Elwin. Yeah, all four of them. I'll try it. Sure. I'll nudge. Mm. Hey, ask again. So she's putting this on the truth. Uh-huh. Yeah, we see you cast this. Okay. Yeah. We've seen this one before. <laughs> which <laughs> Which one of the you guys is the real Elwin? Mm. Hang Does on. It yeah. Go. For anyone? How in? close are they? Like, yeah, would it affect all of them? They are. Yeah, it would affect all of them, but they also mm. can resist. Mm-hmm. Mm. But real Elwin wouldn't want to resist. Yeah, but then multiple... You, listen, I know what yes. real Elwin wants. <laughs> real Elwin would still be saying that he's the real Elwin, and the fake ones could then also say that they're still the real Elwin. 
Yeah, it's that riddle where mm-hmm. you have to tell the truth. Okay. They resist your zone of truth. Ooh. You can tell it does not take. If you're the real Alwyn, tell us something that only the real Alwyn would know. I mean, I know we're in his mind, but... <laughs> I'll ask them one by one. Not the whole room. You're asking them one by one. To tell me something that to convince me that they're the real Alwyn and that everyone else is not the real Alwyn. Are we numbering these guys? Sure. The first one says, I always leave stuff on the shades and you hate it. Get me out of here. Okay. What's the next one say? It says, you guys found me in an alley. But I think you should kill me. Okay. What does the next one say? He says, you... You broke into my house to steal a book that was hidden in a fireplace. Let me out! Okay. And what does the last one say? Uh, also a fact, and also says let me out. Okay. So two <laughs> would be the one, because he asked me to kill him. And Teller told you mm-hmm. that, that that he would ask you, right? Yeah, that's my guess. Are you going to ask him why? Why do you want me to kill you? He just says it's, it's better than being their puppet. And why do you guys want to be let out? Because we're the real Elwin. Okay. Number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I just <laughs> click unlock him somehow or get him out? Yeah. Okay. So I unlock him and get him out of the slab. Everyone snaps back into the room and the hideout. And Elwin is there. <gasps> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. <sighs> and Grath is like, is it success? We believe so. And he's like looking at his hands again. He's like, I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now you got some explaining to do. Uh, yeah, well, we have some time. What do you do? You want to get into some go into who gets what penalties for the fuck ups? Uh, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. First. Yeah. Okay. Fuck ups. First fuck, ups fuck ups. <laughs> I feel like finding out shit is going to move forward and make a lot of choices for us. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I want to get to. But. Gilly didn't have any biffs while down there. Mm. Katie, can I see your character sheet? Yep. Uh, and your whatever sheet that your spells are on. Just going to make changes to it now while you're t- saying it. Is this all your spells? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Still have Hail of Thorns? Yep. Okay. One, two, three, oh, yeah. four, lose a spell. five, six, seven. Which one's that? Hail of Thorns. You just forget it. Um, and you also, can you put like an asterisk next to your proficiency bonus? Did you, do you have my Oh, on? I do still have it. Your proficiency bonus no longer applies. <gasps> put a little Oof. sad face. But what about... How so? Then we have to recalculate all the stuff. She has to recalculate everything that uses a proficiency bonus. Mm-hmm. Yes. So <sighs> now I don't want to say that that's permanent, but you will have to figure out how to reverse that. Okay. Um. Nope. Spruce. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you put an angry face over your proficiency bonus? Uh, and since I can't cancel out one of your spells. I'm sorry, I'm getting way too much enjoyment out of this. No, <laughs> you're mean and horrible. Can you roll percentiles? Yep. 
93. And then can you roll a d10? Six. I'm not reading. I'm looking at my dice. Thing. Spruce, you find you, you, that you're not able to speak. <laughs> <laughs> like make noise or like his language is... He can't. Dumb. Yeah, he can't form words. Everyone's hoping and wishing that that happens to Faye. Can I see your character sheet, Candace? No. <laughs> I can't take it out of here. Oh, and I get this pass the whole thing. Where's that juicy spell list? I don't know if they're all on there, by the way. Ooh. Not invisibility. Not invisibility. <laughs> Did these come from the? This come from the failed intelligence saves? The severity is depending on how many things that you failed. Uh. Hmm. Like stealth checks. What? Faye forgets knock, and your intelligence goes down to 10. And that is permanent. I'm sorry. Mm. What? And also your proficiency bonuses. It's An permanent? angry face. No, no, not. It's, the proficiency bonus is not permanent. The intelligence is. The fuck? You are evil. So anything that has intelligence, I have to adjust and make it go down? Minus one, yeah. Faye got so much stupider. No, only marginally. <laughs> I was 12 and now I'm 10. Join the club, baby. <laughs> the dumb club. Well, now the man flares won't think I'm a tasty treat. <laughs> Silver lining. <laughs> so your intelligence is just 10, so you did just have a plus zero instead of a plus one. Yeah, I know. I'm making the changes. Thanks, dick face. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Everybody gets inspiration, if you don't already have it. And Elwyn's about to host an AMA. How long were you mind-flayed, and did you know? Like, I, was, I, was, I was taken over a year ago, and I've been stuck in that hellish environment for what seems like an eternity. I tried to get little glimpses of myself out to you, and I tried to sabotage our work. So I knew... But I was help. I was powerless. I was a passenger, and they made me create this new life elixir. What? How did you sabotage us? Uh, well, I sabotaged the new life elixir by making it very unstable and making people. It gradually kills them, and I thought that that might be the only way to stop this. What it actually does from from working, if it gradually kills those who take it. You've probably noticed that it, people who are taking it are susceptible to suggestion and charms. Because, just stepping out of Elwyn, you did ask him once upon a time if people on New Life behave differently. Because you like remember the eggs, the egg bit? Everyone loved mm-hmm. me. Yes. They are more susceptible to mind control. Mm. So we have the city full of hundreds and hundreds, perhaps thousands of people who are susceptible to the Mind Flayer influence. It finally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just loved me. Gildub finds it a little weird that, like, this is basically the first time we're actually meeting Elwyn. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened to Clara? They teleported her out somehow. And I don't know where she went. And that was supposed to be their plan was was to teleport her out, but their machine malfunctioned, and so I needed to create a new one. So that's what we were doing? Yes. To create a new machine to teleport in... The Mind Flayers. Not the Mind Flayers, the Elder Brain. Hmm. This is the 
hub of a new colony. They are going to, they want to transform this entire city into their new colony. If the elder brain gets here, it can telepathically, telepathically control anyone who's on new life. Um, you can't talk. Yep. Shut the fuck up. I go to talk and nothing happens. <laughs> cool. Are you all right with the Githyanki working with us now that your mind is free? Um, I was programmed, I think, to know what they know that they're a danger because I think they're the enemies of the mind flayers, but I I know nothing of them. Oh, I guess I very briefly tell him um, how we met. The the short gist of. Yeah, they're from another dimension. They were used as slaves, but they're not mind-flayed. And these guys are trying to fight against them. Quick question, just as Matt. Um, <laughs> is Spruce, like... I still understand languages, right? Yeah. Okay, I just literally... I can't speak. Correct. You can write. Okay. So uh, I can I can write. Like, I can form... You can write. You can okay. do, like, little shadow, okay. um, like, hand hand puppets if you want. So I'm going to say two things. One is, can you tell us how to stop this, uh, their plan, or any key points to do this? And do you know any way to get our proficiency bonus back to what it's supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure how much, like, I'm sure Giladob noticed and with concern on his face when uh, Spruce tried to talk and just, like, mumbled and, you know, but I'm in mid-conversation, so it's just like a concerned look. I'll wait till Elwyn answers. How to stop them? Yeah, are there any key parts of their plan that we can figure out? Or, I mean, you had the ins and you know what they were looking for. Yes, they need what we have, which is now in Gilly's possession. So they'll be coming for it. Do you remember that black orb? And you know the crystal that you now hold? The crystal is another orb of theirs. Mm. And they may be listening but they will be coming for it. They may be listening. Cool. Gildob pulls out the portable hole yeah. and starts <laughs> hacking the things into that. Mm-hmm. He says, I could, I, I should be able to change that given time and a safe shelter to, to work, but the mind flares can move great distances very quickly. Um, so we need to get out of here. Gildob makes sure to to refine the object that um, has the scrying protection and ask, like, do you think this has helped, like, cover up the signal to this item, or does it work through He's, different means? He says, I'm, I'm sorry to say that as soon as the crystal was brought in here, the scrying would protect against everyone but them. Well, just another thing to take along. Alright, so we need to get out of here. Um, just before that, so Spruce is going to kind of nudge Gilly and maybe grab one of the pieces of paper from something and scribble a note that just says, New Life Cure. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, now that you're regular and we can actually tell you things, we have some assistance from someone who was able to come up with what seems like a working cure for the new life. His eyes go wide and he's like, That may be the key to busting this whole thing wide open. Fantastic. Now, we have our side of the supplies, but uh, part of the 
thing you sent us for was Agaran's power and the staff. Arizax. Arizax, power and the staff. Is that still a key element to their plans? Arizax's power was, yes. The staff, they don't need, they just want it because it's because of its power. Okay. They did not want it in anyone else's hands. So that was a, a lie. I apologize. I was not myself. <laughs> I just needed to have the Snickers bar. If you start apologizing now, we're going to be here all night. So Very save true. that for later. Easy get out of here. Yeah. We do have a way to get picked up and to fly out of here. Is there anything else we need while we're still in the city? Should we try and take Arizax with us? That's what I'm asking. Or is that a really bad idea? Because then we'll have all the components together. <laughs> Since we just need to tell our allies to to st- stay safe, I guess. Oh, wait. Is the Tattoo Trust safe? Or did you always hear everything we were doing? Oh, no. I was only... Only if I came in and you could see me there. Tattoo Trust was... Good to know. Mm-hmm. Was safe. <laughs> so Again. Bruce. And you just like... <laughs> piece, a piece of my true self it's made like it so. Ah, there you go. All right. Let's go. Blow this popsicle stand or something. So you spend just a couple extra minutes packing up everything, taking any valuable stuff with us. You guys prepare to exit your hideout, perhaps for the last time. 